Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by Loot Crate. Go to lootcrate.com slash filthycasuals and enter the promo code filthycasuals to get $3 off any new subscription today. And if you live in Sydney, you can come and see us do a live episode of Filthy Casuals plus a Mario Kart tournament at Cake Wines, December the 16th, 2pm, mm-hmm. Saturday, December the 16th. Uh, it's going to be a very fun afternoon. It's our first time going interstate. Yep. Filthy goes to Sydney. <laughs> uh, you can find tickets for that at filthycasuals.com.au, which is where you can also find links to our Patreon. If you care enough about this show to support it, you can get some sweet bonus content yeah. in return. Thank you to everyone who has done that. Uh, yes. Yeah, and shirts we're selling t-shirts. Oh yeah, and yes. we're selling t-shirts through Redbubble uh, yes. at the moment that say "Good Morning Video Games" in the Super Nintendo Ooh. logo font. Um, yeah, heaps of them sold already, so that's been cool. Yeah. And a few people have started to get theirs in the mail and uploaded the photos onto the Facebook. Yeah, if which you is very uh, cool. if you tweet them at us, we'll retweet them. Find all this <laughs> stuff at filthycasuals.com.au. Games, welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and knowledgeable boys. You have myself, Tommy Dasilo, and this week I'm visiting two very special sick young children. It's a bit of a make-a-wish episode this week where these two gentlemen on their deathbeds just just hacking and coughing and wheezing away and and I'm just here fit as a fiddle. Feel like I'm doing a, a live cross for the Good Friday appeal. <laughs> First of all, what's your what's your name, young man? My name's Ben Vanell. <laughs> don't do a voice. <laughs> I was already iffy about making us that, but don't do a voice. <laughs> I wasn't. This is the only way I can speak in You're, this no in this uh, state. Hello, hello. Oh, oh Ben Vanell over here. <laughs> You're doing the thing that you didn't want me to do, no, because which okay. I wasn't doing. And if it's eighteen hundreds Cockney, it's okay because all those kids would have been dead anyway by now. But if it's it's just a higher pitched voice. <laughs> but 1800s Cogni. Hello, oh, I'm a Dodger. Uh, Adam, you're also sick too. Yeah. You. So Ben caught it off you, and I now so. I'm yeah. in this fucking incubator. Mm. I'm definitely. I'm. I'm very anxious about get. I really do not. But want when to I get saw sick. Ben, we were doing work. And I was on the verge. And I of was already sick. sick. We both thought we just had bad hay fever, and then which I think we did as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I've broken six bones, <laughs> and I'm lost. You two, also, if you don't mind me saying, I th- I find you both to be pretty much on the hypochondriac side of things. So I'm yeah. I'm thinking, hey, maybe uh, maybe they're just not even sick at all. Maybe they I, just have bad gas I, and there's actually no illness here and I'm not going to contract I anything. know that this will just reinforce your point. <laughs> But I think that I get sick a lot. <laughs> As in, I think hey, that I'm justified. Hey, I don't doubt that. I don't think that. I don't doubt that you think you get sick a lot. I'm totally with you, man. I agree. I don't think I'm a hypochondriac. 
Can you catch that? How do you how do you become a hypochondriac? <laughs> I think I'm getting it now. I'm starting to imagine myself being sick, but I'm not really sick. Uh, anyway, this will be this is a great little cliffhanger episode for the listeners. They yes. get to tune in next week and find out. Hey, did I contract whatever? Whatever brutal flu that t- I mean, you've got a thermos sitting here next to your couch. Yeah, it, that's just too weak to it. even get up and go to the sink. Yeah, I think it's the flu, so uh, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's definitely not the flu. It's a, hard, a a flu. If you're not sick for two weeks, it's not the flu. Well, you I've been I mean? sick for what is it? Six, five days? No, like four, four days. I've lost the that's ability to count. That's a key key sign that I got the flu. No, See, but, that's yeah. a hypochondriac. You're already bumping up the number of days. Now that's that's that's, that's hypochondriac tendencies seeping in there. True. I haven't slept in seven days. <laughs> um, no, I feel quite delirious. So let's see how this goes. But you've been playing. Uh, you've been playing a bit, right? I've been playing a lot. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's been uh, one of the few things I can do in this state. Um, I've been playing a shitload of games. I've been playing a lot more of Persona Five. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you up to without uh, spoiling? I'm at 62.3%. Okay. So, um, <laughs> like that... Nox, go. What plot point just happened at 62%? <laughs> I, well, like the percent kind of pretty much exactly correlates to hours. Yeah. So I think I can... It also... There's a point... The point that I just got to, you jump up from like 30% to 60%. Right. I never... So where do you look at the percentage of the game? The loading screen. Every time the you sleep. Oh, that's not yeah, your approval rating thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That that changes. Right, okay. Yeah. It's only ever gone up for me. Uh well um, that I do not have as high an approval rating as that. Yeah. I You've made I'm, some crazy statements in the public, haven't <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. I've come out with a lot of views and a lot of pictures of various body parts <laughs> that have not gone over well with either my constituency or my family. I'll, I'll say this just to give an indication, and it's as vague as I can be, I just did the pyramid. And yep. a few other things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so I've started playing it. I'm I think I'm like two or three hours in, yeah. and I think I talked about this the other week. I'm still I'm still I'm three hours in, and I'm still in what seems to be some kind of long ass tutorial. Yeah, I've basically done nothing. You've got to do that three more times over. I've before pushed you're X about four times at this point. Yeah, I'm still I'm enjoying it. Yeah, but it, it's interesting. Like I thought <laughs> I'm so I w- excited for when we're all like forty nine. To, for you to finish this game. Yeah, oh, yeah it's fuck. already... I thought once I went in, that would be it and I would just kind of like really be playing it every night, but it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's right. not happening. It's, the hooks it's, don't dig in until like the teens of hours, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I, I need I need to know that I've got a couple of hours at a time to sit yeah. and and dig into it. But, yeah. you know, I've said on, this, on, on the show in the past that I... I think that I don't really like turn-based yeah, combat stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I like it in this, but I've I think I've nailed down specifically what it is about it I don't like. Mm. And it's if you're doing like a platformer and you're, you know, you're shooting your enemy in real time or whatever, you can duck and weave and it's conceivable that you can kind of get through if you're really good, you can get through an area with taking no damage. Right. Whereas the very nature of turn-based combat you always have to give over your turn to the enemy and you always have to take damage. Yep. And it, even though that's just part of the design of it, 
it's still fit to me. It's hard to get over that thing of feeling like you've failed in some way. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like this thing where it's like it has to happen. Yeah. You give them a turn, they get to they get to take damage <laughs> off you. It almost sounds like your problem is with the concept of sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Someone He's else an having only a child. It is, yeah, maybe that's just what it boils down to. It's just <laughs> deep seated only child stuff. But it, but it, it's like if you're, if, it, it's just that feeling of like you can never get good enough at it. And there are things yeah, where, right. like, every now and then your opponent misses and you can definitely get better. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you have to resign yourself to, I'm definitely going to take damage, which makes me feel like I've fucked up right. and therefore makes me feel a little bad. Right. I realise that's what it – and I've I've kind of – now that I've worked out that that's what it is, I'm like, oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it is kind of a weird thing to have built into a game, a thing where you – you kind of have to fail and you can't really do anything about it. That does make sense. It. Or yeah. you have to plan for it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. And that's part of it is like you're having enough potions, you know, to restore the health. Yeah. yeah. I definitely feel – I've never thought about this before. I feel worse when the main character takes damage. Totally, like yeah. That's, and in Persona specifically, that is yeah, more important. Yeah, exactly. That's the only one who, if the main character dies, you're yeah. out. Yeah, which in, I, in most other games I've played like this, that's you, you have to lose all your characters. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I had it in Rabbids too where I would be like, I'd plan out a move, I'd, I'd like take, you know, do a significant amount of damage to the enemy and get yeah. everyone kind of aligned and go, yeah, this is so good. And then, you know, they take a shot at you and they hit you and it's like, oh, God damn it, I <laughs> fucked it. And yeah. it's like, no, that had to happen. Yeah. There's no way around that. You did yeah. nothing wrong. Everything's going to be fine if you get to the end or if you kill all the enemies with one point of health. Left. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's totally, like, that's, totally. That's the goal, yeah. But yeah, I'd be interested to know if anyone listening, uh, if if you kind of feel that same way about it, because mm. it, I can't really think of too many other genres of games where that is just built in. I mean, obviously, taking damage is a big part of any action game, mm. but where it's like it, it's there's nothing that you can do to protect against it in that yeah. way. Like yeah, there's a certainty on a re- on a reoccurring basis as well. I f- I think I have something similar with you know when a game will have like a timed mechanic and it means that you can only do so m- much stuff Mm -hmm. so like dead rising had that um where you can't save everybody in one go right you can't do everything in one go because there's literally not enough time yeah so this is just like anything that you like having to sometimes take a hit but hopefully you've got the insurance to cover it yeah not having enough time to deal with things like anything where it's too real life yeah uh, and you have to give up control for an aspect of it yeah Yeah. well and persona's already done a i think it's done one of these already where you, for the purposes of the story, you're in a bit and you definitely will fail it. The mm-hmm. game will definitely beat you. You yeah. cannot overcome it, but you don't know that when you're doing it. So you kind of stay above water for a long time and then it's just like it just does beat you yeah. because it was meant to, yeah. but you still feel like, oh, fuck, God, I'm that a fuck up. No yeah. wonder everyone hates me. <laughs> I'm just going to open this bottle of whiskey and drink it all and then they'll be sorry and then they'll and then she'll come back. <laughs> now I've won. I've completed this entire bottle of whiskey. 100% done. I broke the console into 100 pieces. I fucking won the ultimate game. Fuck you, Sony. I um I thought your your um issue with turn based uh, combat was going to be the tedium of it, because and what I was going to suggest, and this is still valid for anyone playing Persona Five or uh, similar games. Mm. Um, with Persona Five, I found that you can set up and this you can think, automatically do stuff. Yeah, you can set up your companions to yeah be all out of salt or provide yeah. healing and support. 
which is something I provided, made all my companions do to me, is provide healing and support. I accidentally pushed the wrong button, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> right. you can just, it's like a rush, it's called oh, rush. Oh, no, no, that's, this is different. Oh, okay, so you can right. go into the menu, go into each character and go, this character is an attacker, oh, this yeah, character okay. is a healer, this character is like, you know, pragmatic. Right. Um, just giving them different AI routines, basically. Yes. Yeah, which right. means also you don't, it doesn't stop every time it's their go in combat. They just do I it. do, yeah. Sometimes it's the tedium that gets to me. Like, I, I, the thing I really like about RPGs is, like, the kind of exploring around the world. Mm. And those ones where it's, like, early on, there's all these, like, lower-level anim- enemies that just come at you all the time. Yeah. And so, like, Pokemon is kind of a good example of it where it it's constantly triggering you into these little bullshit battles. Yeah. That, there's no risk. Like, you're not going to lose to this fucking Metapod. Yeah, yeah once yeah. you've done it. A couple of times, you you can run away, but it's also like, and you've already caught one, so you don't care about getting it again. Yeah, yeah. But you're also like, I guess I get XP from doing it, so I should just do it. It's kind of that balance of stuff of like the the ramping it up, but the like, I kind of like exploring and talking to people and doing little quests. And when you're just walking around and it's just all these little kind of shitty things that get triggered. Yeah, that Earthbound did it a little it. bit as well. Yeah, like, but yep. Persona, I'm not minding it because even though. I mean, they're spaced out pretty well so far. Mm-hmm. And just the, as we've said many, many times, just the style of it. Like, yeah, I yeah. don't care. Like, I just like being in the menus. It does yeah. a pretty good job of keeping the difficulty at about the right level, or it did for me anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it. really well paced. Even though it's so long, it's yeah. really well paced in those um, matters as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been playing a lot of that. I also dipped in on the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta. Oh, yes. Um, which, uh, yeah, I didn't play heaps of it. I just got an evening to kind of did put you, into it. Did you play the first one? The game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've played it a fair bit. I I had it before or during a time when I didn't have PlayStation Plus. So I basically just oh, played weird. all of the training things a bunch. Yeah. And then it finally, like could afford PlayStation Plus and did, yeah, played a lot of the multiplayer. I got a bike, but I didn't get the wheels. Yeah, I, could <laughs> afford, I don't feel like I needed them. I could afford the frame, but not the tyres, <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> um, but I got some tyres and baby, I've been riding. Um, <laughs> and I liked the first one, but I, I didn't, I'm not a big fan of online multiplayer shooters, mm. so I didn't play a lot of it. Yeah. And the Battlefront 2 beta only has the multiplayer aspect available and some an arcade mode which is just like the multiplayer maps with bots i think from from what i played right but i played yeah a bunch of the maps in multiplayer and man it's a beautiful game like it's uh, one it's of foot the soccer the world's game the beautiful game as well <laughs> yeah. they call that the beautiful game i actually watched the did, soccer last night did you yeah. honestly think that's what the term was the beautiful game no it is called the beautiful game is it yeah it's called the world game it's called the it's, world it's game called, it can be called more than one thing it's called soccer and football already. Just you saying it just then doesn't mean that that's it what it's called. It is one hundred percent called the. Be- if I type in the beautiful game into Go Google, for your life. it's actually called the beautiful game. <laughs> it's just come up uh, with a very nice picture of the rapper, the game, <laughs> no, the uh, the beautiful. So game. I played FIFA. Wait a minute. What are we talking about? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Imagine there's a small cross-section of our listeners that are infuriated that FIFA hasn't gotten a mention on here yet. Yeah. And I, I dare say it probably never will. <laughs> probably people who would know that the beautiful game can refer to soccer. <laughs> I can't read that from here. Can you see the soccer ball? <laughs> yeah, but you could have so just, you- you just Googled image soccer ball no, for I can't see any be, of the text. It, look at this big meme with the words the beautiful game written over a soccer stadium. <laughs> yeah, that could be any kind of stadium though. That could be like a concert could be about to happen there. So we're all agreed. It's called the World Game. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I, the levels I played, I think, were mostly on Naboo. It was, like, the throne room and stuff. Yeah. But Naboo is, like, a very nicely designed world. Jungly sort of looking. Well, the cityscape is a lot of sandstone and kind of autumn leaves and shit. Yeah. And, like, all of that stuff looked amazing. The first um, game looked great, too, at the time. And, know, it, so and it looks better obviously. than that. Like, yeah. it, it looks really, really uh, beautiful. hope no one pulls me up on uh, using the word beautiful and game <laughs> <laughs> in the same sentence. Um but I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> but the gameplay wasn't really that fun. Like like the gunplay itself, and I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2 as well, it just suffers in comparison. Like uh. it's it's not very good. I don't even think it's as good as the first Battlefront. Like in, in what sort of way? Like it just doesn't feel good. It's hard to describe why a game doesn't feel good, yeah, except yeah. that it just doesn't. Like the the movements a bit slower than I'd like. The shooting, even the like rapidity of shots, is like real slow. Right. Um, so you want yeah. it to be like, but it's a little bit more like. You've got it spot on. <laughs> that, my friend, was a goal. <laughs> um, it j- like it just feels a bit off, and and I don't know why, but I just didn't really enjoy playing it. It felt mm. like a bit of a chore. Right. And I thought you would have stuff. been creaming your little jeans over this one. So did I. <laughs> Nary a I'd cream got, to be seen. <laughs> I'd got I'd gotten a cream hatch specifically <laughs> yeah. installed for yeah for easy release. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. It just it just felt a bit off, um, which was a shame. But the thing that wasn't there was the single player, and I tend to be much more, um, yep. you know, into that kind of thing. Because that didn't the first yeah. one didn't really have that, and not the, at all. And the second one, so this so this second one is coming. You, I don't well. If the analogy was the frame, the tutorial is the frame. Yes, and the online multiplayer is the wheels. Yes. Uh, it's like this basket? one's just a this one's just a skateboard. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say maybe this one is like at a BMX. Park. One of those little <laughs> like those trailers that you carry a toddler in behind your bike. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. But it's still without the wheels. You just like. You're just pushing that thing along. <laughs> That's right. Just dragging it through the gravel. That's correct. But yeah, I, I I can see myself getting into the single player campaign and maybe getting used to the 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 the, the mechanics and then the, and the feel of this particular shooter. But yeah. uh, like just jumping into a multiplayer map, which I'm not really inclined to play anyway, didn't didn't really do it for me. Well, do you know what's weird? I played a tiny bit of Battlefront One last night. Yeah, because um I got it for free on the PS4 at some point. Mm-hmm. Um and Felt kind of the exact same way about the shooting in that yeah, okay. to start with, but as I played a bit more, got used to it again, and the rhythm of it, I think, was part of it. Like you die very quickly, yeah, um, but it can feel a little inaccurate to shoot at other people, yes. So you there that feels shitty at first until you start to like, yeah, I the shooting is slow, yeah. You, you feel yeah. every projectile moving, yes, away from you, so you kind of have to plan for that in a weird way. Yeah. But once your head readjusts itself to f- figure for that, it started being more fun. Yeah, right. For me. So and maybe I, it's just a time I thing. Probably had the same thing with the first one, especially switching yeah. to it from Destiny, which is such a tight and um, different feeling. Yes. style of shooting is yeah. probably not helped. Yeah, I, I even yeah I, I remember Battlefront One being different to games like Call of Duty and yeah, yeah. Battle and Battlefield. It's a lot floatier, a yes. lot like uh, more uh, gelatinous. I want to say, yeah, yeah, it feels it's like you're yeah. moving in Star Treacle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, 
so I don't know. Like I'm still really excited to play the campaign because yeah, it, like it is a beautiful looking game, and I like Star Wars. So yeah, um, you watched yeah. that last Jedi trailer, bro? Uh, I watched about half, and I was like. No, nah, I don't need any more spoilers. I want to go in fresh. Uh, you swallowed the Ryan Johnson pill. Just, yes, despite <laughs> the fact that I don't think it's going to be that great. But we'll oh, see. really? Yeah, this I have low expectations. What makes you think that? Right, just, just everything about the trailers that they've shown. I, I, a, a man who, by his own admission, has not watched fifty percent of the main trailer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this most recent one made it look the most interesting. Certainly more interesting than Force Awakens to me. Right. I found that one kind of boring though. Right. So. Well, yeah. I I loved the Force Awakens and I thought Rogue One was kind of not great. But like, I'm gonna see this anyway. So who like I don't, yeah. I don't have to watch the fucking trailer. Yeah. We're I, in Sydney when it's out. Oh yeah, baby. On, out on the fifteenth, and then we're doing our show on the sixteenth. Oh so nice. We'll uh, do like a filthy view. No, yeah, actually, no. there won't be time. Yeah. Sunday morning we could do it. Nah. You and I. Oh, we should plug this. You and I are going to be there doing the Sydney Comedy Store yeah. for three days. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 14th, so 15th, pe- 16th. Yeah, if people are looking for something to do after the live filthy show, mm. I recommend getting a ticket to come and see us at the Comedy Store. Yeah, that place that's where is we'll great. There's a little button on your table that you can press and they'll bring you a drink. Mm. Wow. Like you're a Maharaja. <laughs> but you don't get access to that. You no, know that, right? You'll be you'll backstage. You'll be backstage. <laughs> no, we I know. We get beers back there, but you don't get to use the button. I can slip a backpack in backstage. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter I'm just saying uh, If you're in the audience That button made me feel like a god But yeah If you want to see us do stand up uh, Come do that Yeah That's going to be fun And there's a great lineup on as well um, But yeah I think the trailer looks cool uh, so, Although okay. I was watching it And I Like I've always been I In the last couple of years I've been very thankful That I'm not I, I like. I'll go see it. I haven't seen Rogue One. I saw The Force Awakens. I like yeah. Rogue One. I'll go see this. Like I like Star Wars enough, mm-hmm. but I've always been thankful that I'm not like someone who's massively into it. Your hopes and Be- dreams aren't pinned on it. It just seems like there's too much at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people losing their minds about the trade. It just seems exhausting to me. Mm-hmm. It seems like a very at the moment like kind of simultaneously like great because yeah. it's like after inactivity for a long time and then a lot of disappointment before that suddenly we're getting like all this content yeah but it's a lot to keep up with and it's just these constant dates of like this is when the post is going up this is when the teaser's coming out this is when the trailer's coming out if you care about that stuff though it just you don't really care because like the same stuff happens in video games all the time like oh yeah totally Rockstar put up that tweet like next week a trailer drops yeah. and then the trailer's like a minute long and just has a guy <laughs> yeah. sitting around yeah but my yeah. point is i'm into enough other stuff that i don't know I couldn't handle having that in my life as well. Yeah, is what sure. I'm saying. It, I'll be interested to see how long they can maintain it for as well. Because in two years and a bit from now, episode nine is out. Mm. Yeah, and then that new trilogy's done. They obviously want to keep this going for the rest of eternity. Yeah, yeah. there will have been what the Han Solo. The film? Han Solo one is like That's next, next year, year, isn't it? Yeah. And then there'll be some uh, nine and then, and nine, be one and after then that. what? And then maybe I think Obi Wan is the rumor. But then a ten. And or do you it, go like, yeah. oh, we're redoing one? Or do you go uh, like, I think yeah. they do, I do, they do 10, 11, 12. They just keep going until. You reckon? The, oh, man. The end of if time. I see Star Wars 22. You're going to. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. There's been like, what, 25, 30 Bonds or whatever? And yeah, like, whatever. I don't I mind I, the idea of yeah. all these little side movies. Like, oh, I, yeah, I'm I kind it. of almost at this point more into that than I'm into the. Mm. And this is from someone who's seen none of them. Like, <laughs> yes. I haven't seen Rogue One yet, but yeah. I do like the idea of these kind of lower stakes ones of yeah. like. I mean, that wasn't held up as. I feel like this one, The Last Jedi, yeah. people really 
need these like mainline ones to be great or they're really disappointed. Yeah. Whereas all the other stuff is just kind of a bonus. So it's like, oh, yeah. cool, we got this other little story in the universe. If it wasn't for me, then who cares? Like it's not yeah, It's yeah. not really changing anything. It's not super affecting the timeline. Yeah, so. There's only been one of those movies so far though. So yeah. if the next, if the Han Solo one is fucking terrible, yep. we'll see how that goes. And they, they didn't like th- three directors walk off at 22, so far or something? 22, well, <laughs> 21 jump universe. Yeah. 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 Two, 21 two jump of, up superstar. Two of the directors were a pair. So that's not like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can't yeah. really count. <laughs> oh, three? It, it, if you get two, directors the movie is twice as long <laughs> i'm always but, uh, way, yeah. i'm always so interested in the reaction of something when it comes out when there's been very publicly behind the scenes drama yeah. in the lead up to it where it's like can it be good net like i don't know people well, people happened, walking off or getting the sack that happened with rogue one like the they brought in a new director to finish it and do reshoots and rewrite some of it this guy right. tony gilroy who's a great writer he wrote uh, and directed, I think, Inside Man, and he's done a, he's done a bunch. Oh of yeah, them. I love Inside Man. Uh, yeah, wait, yeah. was that the one? Was he that... might have done Michael Clayton. A lot of those kind of right. espionage kind of. Was films. Inside Man the one where it was the bank robbery? Yes, I Denzel didn't, didn't like that movie. I like it a lot. I really like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're the second person in a month who I've talked to who did not like Inside Man. I always assumed Inside Man. <laughs> it, was I mean, a, to be fair, you open every conversation at the moment by what saying, do you think? "What do you reckon of Inside Man?" <laughs> I just had in my head that it was a universally beloved film. Yeah, but I'm yeah. finding out not so. Nah, yeah, not into it. Yeah, I really. I got liked it on it. a DVD Ooh. double thing though, and I think it was that and Children of Men. And so I watched right. Children of Men and went, "Oh, this is my new favorite movie ever." <laughs> yeah, I, I tried and then to watch that and went, "Ah, eh, thinks it's real clever." I tried yeah. to rewatch Children of Men recently and couldn't get through it. Oh, uh, not hold up for me. Yeah, Ooh. right. Oh, did. Anyway, this Tony Kilroy guy, he, <laughs> he comes in and he goes, I'm going to fix Rogue One. And then it's hard to tell if Get he made this. it worse or better. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time, Darth Vader was pretending to be a hero, but he was a villain. Whatever happened in Inside Man is <laughs> what that, I'm trying to that do. That should be a rule where if a new director comes in midway through, yeah. fine. Yep. But wherever they'd gotten up to with the old director... That even if it's like forty five <laughs> minutes long and unfinished, yeah, what they would have done with it has to be on the DVD at some point. Oh yeah, we have to be able to see it so we have a comparison. Yeah, and we then know. Yeah, was this worth giving this person the ass and getting this new person into? Yeah, the movie nice. like has to change color scheme. Yeah, halfway through. yeah, or, or it cuts and then the new director like comes on screen. Picture and he's in like, picture. Hey guys, uh, this is <laughs> yeah. uh, where I pick up things, and uh, here's how I'm going to do things a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah, here's the real reason that uh, they add whatever. I had to leave Ant-Man. What the fuck was his name? Edgar Wright. Edgar, Edgar Wright, yeah. that's it. I could, yeah. I could only think of Ed Harris, like usual. <laughs> so that'll mean like, like we get, you know, this Han Solo movie we'll get to see because these guys got kicked off for trying to be like to, doing this doing this frat house bullshit. Yeah, to, so that'll to mean, UCB uh, improv comedy, Yeah, so I that'll think. mean we get to see all these like outtakes Han of... Han Solo, the rise of Taj. <laughs> yeah, we get to see all these outtakes of like Han Solo saying to Chewbacca, you know how I know you're gay? And it's like, yeah, they made this does not fit in with the universe. Universe. I get why they gave these guys the ass. Yeah, yeah. So really looking forward to this movie and Star Wars Battlefront Two. 
Um, I've been playing a bunch of other stuff. Do you guys want to start talking for a bit? Because uh, my throat's getting a bit raspy. Um, oh yeah, well we had there was news this week of uh, some stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 fine folks over at Telltale Studios. Oh yeah. Have been bad little boys. <laughs> yeah. <And> girls. <laughs> yes. Someone over there's been a bad little something because uh, there was this thing. So in I guess the most someone recent, been, someone been smashing that I'm feeling lucky button on Google <laughs> Images. <laughs> the. Uh, the most recent episode of the Batman Telltale game right. had just like a little bit where you're being detective boy uh, and looking at some photos of a crime scene. Yes. And there was one particular photo of a bank vault, an open bank vault, and a security guard of that bank lying dead on the ground. And someone recognised that corpse, yeah. which is a weird yeah. thing. That, that's great. Yeah. That person who blew the whistle, that, yeah. that yeah. freak who's just got this exact pictorial memory of what this dead Russian person looks like. <laughs> yeah. now, Can't guys, remember their wife's birthday. <laughs> hang on a minute. This looks exactly like that photo I was just jerking off to. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's this photo of uh, a Russian diplomat who was assassinated at some point. And the photo's incredible because it looks like a frame from a movie. It's mm. like... A uh, secret agent sort of standing over the body, pointing his gun off to the side of frame. All these pictures hung up behind it. It's very cinematic looking. Right. So you can forgive how this person didn't think it was a real dead body. Yes. You can't really forgive that they just took a thing off of Google Images. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty... I don't know what the... I mean, obviously they didn't license it because... That's it. At yeah. the very least, you would have to check it to check if you're allowed to... like. Not only if it's questionable yeah. content, like but did they just chuck the license for reuse on possibly this Google, is like like Creative fuck. Commons or whatever? Yeah, because yeah. it's a political thing or oh, something. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah. even then, you just uh, and I think it's a relatively common practice to have uh, reference material, you know, to to make what you're going to eventually draw. You've got to stick to that. Shutterbox.com membership, bro. Yeah. Is that what the stock images one is called? <laughs> They're lucky the dead body wasn't just like a woman laughing at a salad <laughs> <laughs> on the ground. Just an a old bunch man. of businessmen pointing. Yeah, an old man trying to plug in a discman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a guy with his girlfriend's hand <laughs> yeah. looking over at an assassinated Russian politician. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they've they've patched it out since and replaced it with, I guess, a drawing. Because I'm assuming it's just something where they either forgot or ran out of time. I, I wish that they had not patched it out and just doubled down. Yeah. yeah. Like they start Changed getting the heat. Plot. You're goddamn right it's that assassinated <laughs> Russian diplomat. What are you going to do about it? No, Wait they, until they, you see episode three of Batman because it's yeah. going to make sense. They changed yeah. it out, but they put in uh, the photo of JFK getting his head blown <laughs> <laughs> Jackie O. That's great. Scrabbling Every for time his it's, from now on in that series, it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, you want to complain about the photos, do you? So yeah. it's like every time he looks at an image, it's a different frame of the Zabruder film. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we've got to we've got to take this back and to the left. <laughs> That'd um, be great if they were really unhappy about it and they just went back and they're like, "You see what happened to him? You want that to happen to you? I bet you keep your goddamn mouth shut. Ugh. Keep off the fucking Twitter sphere." I, this sort of stuff happens fairly regularly. Like there was that Assassin's Creed trailer, I think it was, where they just a lot of assassinations in that. Yeah, they used <laughs> someone's painting in the trailer, and it was just someone else's. Oh, do you remember that? There was some some other like. It, it zoomed into no. It was a it was an uncharted trailer, I think, and oh. it zoomed into the photo of Nathan Drake remembering. Maybe it was even in the game remembering what it was like to be an adventurer, right? And it was just a screenshot from an Assassin's Creed. That's concept. right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. And like 
and it makes sense. You you know, you start when you're trying to figure something out, use reference points and, and yeah. just make a quick mock up yeah. using Photoshop stuff and then you trace over it later. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, they it's patched like it when out you, and apologized. It's like when you're trying like new material in your stand up and you're getting like halfway through the bit and you're like, This is going pretty well and then you get up to a bit where you're like, Oh, that's right, that the sheet of paper that this bit is on says insert joke here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I didn't do today. Come up with a punchline for this. And then you start you just, just using a Richard Pryor bit. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot a Russian man in the audience. Mm, there we um, go. Yeah. Got out of it. Very funny. So that was kind of interesting. And speaking of Battlefront 2, uh, the other sort of big discussion during the week was a lot of people talking about loot crate things and the current, like there's a fair few games coming out at the moment with pretty um, heavy microtransaction stuff and they're full priced Games yes. that are coming out with very sort of free-to-play mobile uh, payment schemes inside of them to like so Forza Seven, uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of War, uh, Battlefront Two down the line. Yeah, all these things having stuff where like you know give us fucking three dollars and you'll get a little loot box to that'll uh, you'll get like maybe a gun upgrade exactly. maybe a costume upgrade Five it's random getting little a little things. out of control and, and I, the fact that yeah. it's, it's not even certainty to it is yeah. in my humble opinion pulling the piss it's, <laughs> it's very close to gambling and there's a lot of argument of like maybe laws should be changed because some of these games 13 year olds are allowed to play like 4 yeah, to 7 is, yeah. is rated G yeah. when it's 80 or 90 dollars in store uh, I like noticed this crazy. really uh, for the first time this year with um, uh, For Honor, yeah. uh, which was one of the first games with heavy online multiplayer I'd played in a long time and, and played a lot of, and Injustice 2. Yeah. And they both have yeah very similar fake currencies in the game that you can build up by just playing the game or you can pay more for with real yeah. money. Yeah. And just that that like interpolation of like fake money and and you know building it up with experience and real Which money. That's is a really concerning casino ass trick as yeah, well. It's absolutely. like give us twenty bucks, we'll give you chips yeah. because your brain treats them differently. Totally. It's yeah, and it's such a shame too because twenty it, bucks, look at big <laughs> big spender over here. <laughs> it feels like for ages you were able to sort of get like when Candy Crush got big and people would like spend the money on getting more credits on that. Yep. You, if you were like into console games, you kind of were able to take the you know, sit in your sit on your high horse and be like, nah, look at these idiots. But yeah. now it's like seeped into these like big blockbuster legitimate games that it's like, oh, this is a shame. It was this used to just be that thing that was relocated to that kind of shit side of it. And yeah, now it's, yeah. And yeah. a lot of it's uh initially been put in for cosmetic stuff. So like Overwatch has them and it's just for costumes and whatever, and that's yeah. fine. Exactly. Like, if it's something, but know, then like you can still Destiny. make the argument that like why not just unlock it in the game? But yeah. you know, yeah. if that's what they need to do to make revenue, then fine. But I guess so. Like it is already a full price game, but something like Overwatch, they are developing beyond that as well. So rather than pl- paying a subscription, they're finding yeah. it through this. Yeah. Player right. Unknown Battlegrounds, same deal. Uh, yeah. Then Destiny 2, kind of the same thing, but at the same time they're charging a lot of money for their expansions. Right. And also the stuff you've got to buy in that was free in Destiny 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like the, um, what do they call them? Engra- uh, no, um, the colour changing tone, stuff, the shaders. Shaders, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Forza 7, same thing. I haven't played that yet, but um, it's... So in the older games, you had this thing where you could... Um, uh, 
change certain aspects about the race to make it harder to earn more credits. Right. Now you've got to pay to do those things. So right. the what you're spending the real money currency on will be a little card that says, okay, for the next race, uh, you know, your traction is worse, but you'll a- end up with more points. Right. So you're paying to earn different credits to buy stuff with. Yeah, right. Which is it just fucking sucks. Weird. It's just such a shame. It just makes this... It just makes it feel so grubby and like yeah. Yeah. and manipulative. And, and when you're playing a game and there's a fucking ad in it, Shadow yeah. of War has that where like in the pause menu, a little ad saying like, hey, you know, half price fucking discount yeah. on the gold coins today. Yeah. I mean, if it's, it's for... what Tolkien would have wanted. If, <laughs> like, if it's for, you know, like DLC where you get story elements or you get, you know, an extra challenge, then yeah. that's fine. Like I get them wanting to extend the longevity of that and in yeah. that way because you're getting something for your money. That yeah. stuff has its own problems where there are these season passes where they don't necessarily lay out what you're getting. Yes. And it's yes. like, okay, we're going to double the price of the game effectively yeah. to yeah. give you more down the line, but it's a part well, of our I development mean, cycle. There. But you are you are getting something tangible at yeah. least. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mario Rabbids had that where it was kind of like, I, I bought the game and then like got the season pass to get the day one stuff. And then, but that's the, you hope that they kind of listen to what people want because, you know, as you and I have both said, you start playing it and you're like, well, what would be cool is if DLC had like a, a, a never-ending yeah. kind of oh, horde yeah. mode or if it also had like a – where you could play competitively like yeah. against each other. But – and so it's like, well, if you said that's definitely what the DLC is, well, then, yeah, people would be more likely to go in. But I've already gone in and it's like, will it end up being that or – you know what I mean? Like yeah, do they kind of listen and go, oh, okay, this is what we – this is what people want. We should do this. And it can be disappointing. Like it's your own fault ultimately if you do this. But like I bought the one for Fallout 4 and the stuff for that was worse than it had been for 3 in New Vegas. Yeah. And so yeah. that was kind of – It was really just like, um, here's another few missions. The majority of it was uh, like the house building stuff, which I never Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but that stuff is – up to you but then so the most egregious thing is it looks like battlefront 2 the way they're doing it is so you have these cards that are your skills basically you can pay to get boxes with them in them right and they tangibly affect how good you are at playing that multiplayer game right which that's shitty that sucks it's some fucking you know Rick walking onto the golf course with these nice clubs. You know what I mean? It's a real yeah, 80s yeah. movie. Like, yeah. oh, well, my dad bought me this Ferrari, there's so no, I'm going to win the street race. There's no build-up of skill. then the plucky young guy wins it in his <laughs> Nissan or whatever. <laughs> so, there's no, yeah, there's no build-up of skill. There's no, like, sinking hours into it to get Or, or there's good. both. There is that, yeah. And there's people buying for an extra edge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, which so, I feel like has happened in games like Battlefield and Call of Duty. Like, you can buy... Better guns, mm, right? I don't think it's ever been directly oh, a- as direct as this. Like Halo 5, you could sort of do this stuff as well. Right. Where And I think Diablo 3 has a marketplace that was using real money at one point. Yeah, that's sort of different where it's like trading I guess, yeah. between. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's just, it's very much seeped in and it feels like it's a kind of a point where they're pushing it as a little further yeah. to see what happens. Well, I had been hearing that the thing with Shadow of War was that like the end game you you need to buy stuff to do it. You don't have to, but it's like 40 to 50 hours versus 10. Yeah, right. So, right. but uh, that stuff was some of the earliest things where you could pay to unlock 
yeah. stuff, which I always thought was so crazy because, like, why are you doing it then if, yeah. you know, like... So where do you see this ending up? Because it seems like it's people... But, you know, you, you see a lot of articles written about it and most times when you hear people talk about it or write about it, it's very much in the negative. Yeah. But there would still be thousands and thousands of people just still doing it. Yeah. Like it would still be an effective money-earning thing well, for and, them. And you're looking yeah. for whales is the thing. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah, where yeah. If you have a thousand people, that's a low number, but playing your game, mm. you only need one of those thousand to spend yeah. You know, $100,000. Yeah. Yeah. One crazy, you know, prince somewhere. Yeah. So will it go away? Will it reach a breaking no. point where people get sick of it? Or because will it just keep getting worse and worse and worse? Like, does capitalism work? Yes, it does. Yeah. So that's your answer. My nightmare yeah. is Nintendo deciding to get involved in this in oh, a big way. Because I'll, I'll go fucking broke. Uh, it's yeah. kind of part of yeah. a transition to this whole games as a service thing. Yeah. Where every game, rather than just being a product that launches and exists and then is moved on from... Mm. It's keep the life of it up as much as you can. Ideally, you don't want it to go away yeah. in the vein yeah. of Minecraft or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like you don't buy a novel anymore. You get a magazine subscription. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so however you can continue to have your game be relevant uh, and keep earning money is important. And I don't necessarily have a problem with that, I suppose, because, you know, games are expensive and whatever way to generate revenue if people respond to it, whether or not I like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. As long as legally it's not gross, like kids gambling, that's fucked. That's yeah. pretty and bad, that's yeah. Close to that what should be, and does. that should change the rating. Like, yeah. Yeah. any cartoony game that has a level where you play a slot machine yeah. automatically has to have a thing on the box. And, yeah, well, yeah so maybe then, it's that. It's, it's about regulation. Because, like, and this is a different case but the fact that no man's sky came out and has been worked on for a year and changed and and, and evolved and been upgraded yeah. is great and i like the idea of games being fluid yeah especially because it's there's less i feel of a of a huge uh, gulf between console qualities mm. yeah in terms of like ps3 and ps4 yeah the graphics are better but they're kind of the same yeah I like that idea, but yeah, having kids gambling being the way to fund it is not is pretty okay. Bad, no, yeah. and the other issue with it is like, okay, so this game generates billions of dollars in revenue, sick, good for you. Then how come all these voice actors are always striking because they're not getting paid <laughs> yeah. enough? Yeah. How yeah. come everyone working on this game complains about like crunch when they have to work? Yeah, like twenty three hours a day, yeah, billion hours a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was going to say sixty hour weeks. So I was like, oh no, that's not that much. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> but, fine. You know what I'm like. So then you always see those articles of like video games are worth more than movies now. So, okay, cool. The writer for this made 700 bucks yeah. because they did, they don't get revenue or whatever you call it. Royalties. Royalties. Yeah. And you read the stories about like the making of street fighter two, that was like eight people. And now we're out getting blind every night after they were, after they left work. Yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, the whole industry is in a weird spot with, money because yeah. you know obviously they want to make as much as they can and that but and it seems like it's partly just because these things are owned by such nebulous corporate bodies yeah that something like shadow of war or whatever i would wager that there's plenty of people in that don't wager that's encouraging who, no, i want to wager that <laughs> i would behavior. get three orcs out of this box yeah um that nobody wanted to put in, nobody creatively working on the game wanted to put in this stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. that's why, like I mean, you yeah. know, playing this, like I've played so many indies this year just because yeah. the Switch has become a little indie hub and it really is like beyond just aesthetically and gameplay wise, it they really do harken back to 
a simpler time of gaming totally. when something just came out and they can patch them and they fix bugs or they add on little story modes, but it just feels like this little really pure oasis of and like none of that stuff is seeping in that because is, they yeah. just don't have the yeah. – they're, they're fans. Like, they've made first and foremost by fans who are just making games the way they want to play them. And yeah. that's completely where this stuff exists, where you get these auteurs. Like, yeah. the guy whose name I can't remember who made uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah. He, he, like, a, a guy made that. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about that because I played yeah. that. We sh- well, we should do an ad first. Speaking yeah. of big corporate bodies and... And uh, literally loot boxes. <laughs> taking and, uh, Yeah. and It's, it's a, a shame <laughs> that the naming has worked out like that. <laughs> these are the only loot crates that we endorse. Yeah. Um, yes, this episode is Brought to you by Loot Crate. Just three ninety five coming in. Loot Crate, yeah, they're they're a great sponsor of ours. They've been supporting us for ages, mm. um, and uh, yeah, let's let's talk about them once more. Yeah, and only once. No, <laughs> no, we'll be yeah, talking they, about uh, them again. They've been what, like all year? Yeah, 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 for for a very long time, for many months. Mm. Um, so as as you all know, uh, it's the Luke best Crate. surprise that you know is coming. Yes, well, that LukeCrate.com. Yes. <laughs> I remember that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they get you get. We know what we know by now. What uh, what comes in loot crates? You, you get, get sent a box with sort of like I guess I, I, they probably avoid the word geeky, but you know the world of. Movies and video games and comic books. Yeah, no, no. Remember, they used to specifically say geeky because I would reference my geeky girlfriend. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's like yeah, each t- one's themed, and you'll get typically a t-shirt, yep. uh, a little plush thing, yep. a book or a comic, yep. um, and little then generally statues and whatever statues, like weird kind of, things. Generally, yeah. some kind of like weird practical household exactly, item. Yeah, a yes. license themed yeah. in a way that makes it borderline unusable, <laughs> like the Freddy Krueger chopsticks that we got one. Oh, that was one the month. first one we ever got, <laughs> yeah. and we were just like, "Fuck, this is great!" <laughs> I got a sick ass Witcher wine bottle stopper or bottle yes. stopper. Yes, yeah. stop we got any a, bottle. a pitfall canteen. Yeah, yeah, some I've got a. A Batman ramen bowl. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I also have that. You know I what's the problem, though, is at the bottom of every bowl of ramen, you find a dead Russian diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. That the is ramen, a joke. The ramen bowl, every time you use it, it reminds you that it saw its parents get shot in an alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. <laughs> uh, also worth mentioning is uh, every month, someone wins a mega loot crate. Mm-hmm. Again, has not been me yet. It's just I'm holding out hope. It's just a big one, and it's like all the same stuff, but five of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the same objects, but larger, and it makes you feel as though you're a baby. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'd I be would into like that. that. I'd I would be really like into that. that. You get like VR headsets and stuff. It's crazy. They give away like consoles things. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this month's theme is mythical. Which uh, we talked about the last time we did uh, a Loot Crate ad because it's in the same month. Is this specifically for the Loot Gaming ones or just regular Loot Crate? Because there are different types as well. I believe this theme is for regular Loot Crate. Uh, So Mythical includes stuff like Marble. Marble? (laughs) Yeah, Marble Marble Comics. (laughs) My favourite. Marvel, sorry. I'm uh, going crazy. Ghostbusters, Stranger Things and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, What do you guys reckon about those properties? I'm a fan of them. Uh, yeah, Buffy, never got into Stranger Things, like it enough. That said, never finished the first season. <laughs> Me either. Uh, really? Yeah. That's uh, crazy. And I, I, it's because I didn't like it. We should oh, play, right. Yeah, you yeah. Stranger about Things this on the is show. great. I, I, I really enjoyed we should it. Play, we should play that game that they put out. They put oh, yeah. Out like a little web game. That's yeah. a good idea. Um, which looks cool. Uh, I love the, the title font. Not so much a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Uh, huh. What was the other one? Ghostbusters. Yeah, baby. That's fine. I like I like the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh oh. And Ghostbusters two, didn't didn't see the the new one. Yeah, me either. But uh, not. Hey, just got busy. Yeah, philosophically. Not fine with I'm it all in favor. <laughs> fine with it exi- I think it's great. I, I think it's good, really. Good. I think it's great. I love. I think it I'm really exists. I'm really pro it. Yeah. Just got bit. Just got. I, do, I barely go to the cinema. Yeah, but I haven't seen it, so I can't make a judgment on its quality. <laughs> Uh, now this this theme it finishes on the nineteenth of October, so get in quick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but hey, the next month's theme will probably also be good. Yep, and yeah. they give a sweet little discount if That's you right. go through us. Yes, yeah, so go to lootcrate.com slash filthy casuals and then chuck in the code filthy casuals and you get I think it's three dollars US off any new subscription. So jump on now if you like those properties. Thank you, Loot Crate. Mm. Uh, so Stardew Valley, it uh, came out on the Switch this last week. Yes, and uh, I gotta say, it's on the Switch. It's like fifteen dollars. I yeah. saw it in EB the other day, a physical version, mind you, but fifty bucks. Well, hmm. look, it on is EB. PS4, it, on PS4. Yeah, that's all oh, right. Yeah, that's, that's weird lot. because on the PS4 as well, it's like a year and a half old or something. Yeah, because it came out early-ish 2016, early to yeah. mid 2016. On the PC, and I think the consoles later. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, yeah, I know it's. I, I know that's different because it's a physical version. Yeah. But still, there's generally not that much difference between physical and. No, um, but I guess EB Games is the most expensive shop in the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so yeah, I I have always been interested in this game. Just uh, never, you know, don't have Steam. Never played it on that. Yep. Um. You know, I know it's been out on PS4 for a bit, but just kind of never got around to it. And then they announced it for the Switch, and it seems like the perfect thing for that. Yeah. Uh, so I've played it a bit, and I really do not know if I like it or not. Okay. I'm really um, on the fence. Um, what it's kind of fence? Like a fence separating a pumpkin patch from a <laughs> forest outside? Yeah. How many woods did you have to cut down? Ten, to... ten woods, yep. five bits of stone. Yep. Um, I think the main thing is I these games where you're kind of it's all about kind of like building a little world and kind of sim what what what's the genre sims yeah. uh sim city-ish yeah. kind of uh, like a sim like a farm a sim, sim i think that's kind bit, of what yeah. it's yeah yeah what the what and the genre you is you make your own goals sort yeah. of thing yeah. yeah i'd i'd forgotten that these games I, I typically find them they 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 take a very long time to get into because you have fuck all resources to begin with yeah. and to kind of build up and get enough of a loop going where you're getting you've got the good enough tools to be harvesting stuff that's worth a lot of money. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. you need to buy all the good things. Kinda takes a while to get into that rhythm. Yes. And I haven't really gotten into that yet. I'm just still kind of going around doing these little bits of bullshit. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not quite in the flow yet. So I don't know, like I'm enjoying it while I'm playing it, but it's definitely not something that I'm think when I'm not playing it. That I'm thinking about Yeah Which there's been so many games this year That have just Really grabbed me That I'm like Anytime I get You know Half an hour I'm so excited to sit down and play Yep This was like I played it for a bit Before I came here Mostly because I knew I was doing this And I was like Oh I I should put like Another half hour into it Just to Just to kind of Get the grips with it Um, But I think it looks uh, I mean yeah The style of it is great It's weird how like it, it, It My In my head it's like Oh it's 16 bit Super Nintendo Kind of styled kind of a bit it's got a bit more of the feel of like an early early like pc cd rom game right like in the music and in the in the way the menus are kind of laid out yes yes there yes. isn't there is an opening quote unquote cinematic <laughs> that is 
Absolutely god awful. Yeah, it, it one reminded of the me ugliest of, looking things I've ever seen. It's like the Zelda CDI yes, games. Yeah. Yes, it's just gross. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like a proper animated cartoon. It's thing. kind of a frame of like it's like you've been left this farm by your dying grandfather. grandfather. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's so it's basically it's him in bed and he's like kind of he's talking out loud about how he's he's giving it to you right. and it's kind of just a still <laughs> frame of grow up it's a <laughs> grow up and move to a farm and make something of yourself grow a parsnip for once in your fucking life um it's a still frame of him in in bed and it just it's such a it's such a it sounds like such a small thing to obsess over but the framing of it is just oh it's awful the bed is drawn really badly like the bed has no depth to it so it just as an image it doesn't make sense yeah I know it sounds you know those things that just it just if they irk yeah. you you just can't get over it but and that, you yeah those Zelda CDI games like if you if you remember them it looks like that and yeah. that was just fucking horrible off putting yeah just just disturbing like bad. Art style, yeah. Like it's, the pers- it's like bad perspective and yeah. bad, and for this being like a you know whatever third time they've released it, yeah. And then it cuts to like you're in an office and it's like, oh, I'm sick of the rat race, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna take up my grandfather's <laughs> offer and go there to. There won't this be farm. any rats on this farm. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but that bit is just drawn really badly as well. Yeah. And I know it's meant to look drab, but it's just it looks. It's just. It looks like someone's. <laughs> it looks like a year eleven assignment. It's yeah. it's really poorly done. And when yeah. everything else is so meticulous and so beautiful, it's just it's so jarring. Yeah, it's mm. yeah. It's not a great way to get you um, get you into the game. Are you watching yeah. it, Knox? Are you trying I, to watch it? I am it? now. It yeah. looks like a. 2002 Newgrounds sort yes. of uh, yeah it's yes. pretty crappy when it yeah it's it's just however how's the game itself the game itself is is good yeah like i mean yeah. it's pretty it's much basically it's like animal crossing but in a different style so the visual style this is i think what's holding me up as well i was walking around in it and i was like it was kind of you know i hadn't played a game like this for a little while so i was yeah. like kind of walking around in it doing all this stuff and i was like Oh, that's right. Yeah, you you build up and then you oh, like in Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's right. I did like this when I was playing it in Animal Crossing, and then I realised, oh, how good's it going to be when they bring out an Animal Crossing <laughs> on Switch? Yeah. And now I can't, I think that's kind of stopping me from getting into it a bit because yeah. I I just like that design so much more. If the mechanics are all basically just the same thing of yeah running around doing little bits of bullshit to slowly <laughs> get more money, I rather would just hold out for that world where. The characters are, you know, weird little frog people and stuff rather than just very generically designed people. Right. So I think that I prefer the style of of this, of Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. Um, But just at this point of the year, Mm. I – it's not – it's not pulled me in yet. Yeah, same. I'm getting the, like, dopamine response of – you know, do a repetitive thing, get something back, upgrade it, do mm. it again. I'm getting that from Destiny 2 and I'm getting yeah. it from Persona even. It's a very, you know, simple kind of loop. Um, I think that if I didn't have those games to still be pouring time into, I'd probably have more time for Stardew Valley. Yeah. And I realised after I started playing it on the Switch, I started playing it on the PC when it came out and just must have had the same thing. I just didn't have the time to devote to getting into it. Yeah. But I still know that it's a game that I will probably get into at some point and play a lot of. Yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for it to like I said, when you kick into that rhythm a little more yeah. and you're starting to advance a bit quicker, but at the moment 
it there's nothing in there initially. And to be fair, I I did have the exact same thing with Animal Crossing on mm. the 3DS. I played it for a bit and it was just I couldn't really get uh, like I was liking it fine. Yeah. But then I I didn't play it for months and then I read something about like oh here's how to get heaps of bells. I think I did the exact same yeah, thing. And yeah. And I was like oh okay and I went in and all of a sudden then I went to that like I didn't know there was that island where you could go yeah. and do all this extra shit and yep. I was like oh okay now I'm in. Totally, so yeah. I'm thinking maybe I'll hit that kind of point with it but yep. but people Love it. Like in our Facebook group, there's a lot of people in there that yeah. have already played it and are going in again for a second time. So the people who love it really, really love it. And yeah. I do kind of like that it has a bit more going on kind of like objective-wise than something like Animal Crossing. Like Animal Crossing, you're just in there and there's literally no ob- – it's just yeah. make your house look nice. Yeah. Whereas this is like, oh, there's a rat problem in the community centre or like you get these little objectives of like you got to go and try and introduce yourself to everyone in yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. Um, a certain person will be like, oh, come and vi-. you kind of do get little things that you can go and actually do each day if you want to. Yep. Um, so I, I like that aspect of it that you're not just in the dark, but, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, I'll see. I mean, who knows? Like now that I've done a bit of it to talk about on this, who knows if I'll go back to it much yeah. in I, the I, next couple of weeks. But I honestly think it, if I'm still not able to go to work for the next few days, mm. it might be a game where That'll I go, it. all right, I'm putting six hours into this baby. And, yeah. and again, like you mentioned with Animal Crossing, I might have to go like, all right, how do I get started? Like, what do I need to know to actually get this going? Because the thing with these games is, like, you can silence that voice. This is kind of true on a a larger level. This is kind of true of video games as a whole. Mm. But I find I generally generally can silence this voice in my head. But it's hard to do it with these games of just going, fuck, this is a waste of time. (laughs) Like... At least when there's like objectives or you're clearing levels, you're like, well, I'm going to finish this eventually and then I'll just put it to bed and then I'll be done with it. Whereas yeah. this, it's like, so what, I'm just going to fucking work on this imaginary farm for the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah. Go for a run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, it looks great and it, it all handles well and yeah. all the rest of it is really cool. So. Yeah. And, the, and like you were saying earlier, Knox, the fact that it's just one guy did this is Pretty staggering. Yeah, like just yeah. One. I do like that. That intro thing with the bed is literally one minute long. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah. like I said, it's it's you know those things that just affect you, and you know it's dumb yeah, that yeah. you care that much. But yeah. if it's something that if it's just a thing that you have, you it, it, it you just can't silence. Totally. And, and also, if you don't talk about the things you don't like about a piece of art, then why talk about it at all? Mm. Like, um, I think always be positive. <laughs> okay. ABP. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. uh, I also want to give a quick shout out to something that I again have only played the very first level of, but uh, I've been playing a, a bit more Switch with my big dumb jock of a girlfriend. <laughs> yes, uh, she's been getting really into Overcooked, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. So we're kind of going through that together, which is cool. Uh, Death Squared, I mentioned. Yes. Oh, because a friend of mine, uh, shout out to Dorza, who is a listener of this show, mm-hmm. had a group of. Uh, 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 mates over the other night and we played like Mario Kart, Death Squared, Tetris. We had a good old-fashioned gaming session. <laughs> oh. Man, oh man, it was a lot of fun. A LAN party. A LAN party, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, the, the Switch is kind of full of these cool little multiplayer games where it's almost like, you know, back to that kind of golden era of like four yeah. people crowded around the 64. Yep. It's kind of made for that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, we've been, we played a game the other night called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which right. I think has been out for a little while now. Yeah. 
I think uh, that won the most pretentious title of a video game ever. It's a pretty I bad think. title, and it looks pretty it, pretentious to hold a, a an award <laughs> to give that out. And if, so, I don't know if I judge their judgment on which one would be. Well, it was your award ceremony, Knox. I don't know <laughs> why you did it. I'm just thinking out loud here. About yeah, my it, regrets. I, I, the title had always kind of bugged me, and just I don't know why I got this impression, but I it it looked kind of like a rhythm game. Right. That I I don't know why I thought that of it because it's been on PS4 for ages. I think it was a free game on the Xbox. Yeah, it was. At some I've got point. that sitting there undownloaded. Um, I can't. I can't remember what made me decide to go in, but yeah, me and my girlfriend played it, and it's really, really fun. Yeah, okay. It's so it's a, it's you can play with up to four people, and basically you're in this spaceship that you can all move freely around, and you have I think you have four different gun stations you have a movement station you have a shield station where shield only covers a quarter of the ship at a time and you can move it around and then you have like a kind of a cannon that sort of automatically fires in a circle around the spaceship but you've got to kind of go and turn it on so basically you're trying to work your way through these levels and you know communicating with each other about who goes to what station so for example, when we were playing it, I was kind of moving us around and my girlfriend was kind of controlling the shield as we were kind of like plowing through all these enemies. Right. But presumably when you've got four of you, you can go, you sit on the guns, you know, you you do the cannon, you do the shield, I'll move us. And yeah, it's, it's like we only played like the introductory level of it, but it seems like in that same vein of like Death Squared, which we played and had a lot of fun with like that, mm. really having to communicate and um, – Same as Overcooked as and, well. And same yeah, as Overcooked, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, a lot of fun. Great presentation, really simple kind of 2D neon graphics, um, cool kind of dancey soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, horrible title, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, if that's the reason you've been avoiding it, um, I definitely recommend going in, especially if you've got someone that you, you play the Switch with or I haven't played it by myself yet, so I can't speak yeah, to right. how it stacks up. Uh, just in single player, but um, but yeah, really, really fun oh, cool. concept. I um, um, I'd never heard of it. Yeah, like, right. I hadn't. I didn't even know that it was on the PlayStation. Like, I literally never heard of it until you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. We we should have a game of it soon. Yeah, like, next yeah. time we do a longer recording because it it's really, really, really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of all I've. That's kind of all I've played this week. Knox, did you go in on anything? Yeah. Um. The most recent thing would be the Gran Turismo Sport demo. Oh yeah, right. Um, so I can tell you that it crashes a lot. Is that the you car? Or the game? The game itself. <laughs> I realise it's a car game, and now, I figured there I might went, be some miscommunication here. <laughs> I so, went one, one, one route. Tommy, you just decided to say the car. Yeah. Very economic. I liked your. Uh, yeah. Thank. What did you say? I said the game or you. <laughs> 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 that's in, that's an interesting look into the two different approaches yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I'm all about just cutting to the chase. That's right, and I like to to use two uh, different words. So the you you start it. This is just a demo, and it ha- and it says beta on the demo as the well. The game or you? Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I, 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 I the car. <laughs> I'm not going to go any further with this. I'm going to put this. I'm going to turn this bloody car discussion around. Okay. Okay. Nothing, nothing to comment. Not on a there. real car. I'm going to turn around. Um, By the way, shout out quickly to a very good friend of mine who is a very huge fan of the Gran Turismo franchise, and I know for a fact was frantically putting in as much time with the demo uh, as he could because he knew what was imminent, something that he texted me about just before we recorded, the birth of his first child. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. 
Rushing over the, to that hospital. Yeah, yeah. The idea of someone like frantically like driving this car very fast that is in itself a metaphor <laughs> yeah. for watching their free time just disappear underneath them is something very wonderful. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I thought you were going to say... <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say shout out to a, a friend of ours, Timothy Clark, who's learning to drive. <laughs> that is true. He Which is I learning was to drive. Like, I guess it ties in. Yeah, well, while we're doing this, shout out to uh, John Heath who listens, who got his license two days ago. Oh, congratulations. Mm. All right. Is everybody done now? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> this... The, yeah, I, I couldn't really play any of it because like it starts up and makes you set all your display settings and You got tripped up there? No, well it does a lot of them. Right. Like more than I've ever seen a game do. And it gets to the point where you're like, Yeah, yeah, the brightness is fine and just going through it. And then on the very last one it goes, Oh, by the way, we're gonna make the screen really small. Do you want that? Okay, you're still pressing X, see ya. Oh. And so the the, <laughs> the screen was all shrunk on the screen because it's like set your borders. None of this sounds real. It automatically sets to being inside of the thing. And so then when you get into the menu, I was like, okay, I'm going to press options and fix this. If you go into the fucking options menu, it crashes the game. And so okay. I looked, and so I did that like that three sucks. times. And then thought, okay, maybe there's a way to fix this. Google it. Someone said, if you race a race and then do it, it'll be fine. So I raced a race. And then that was in full aspect ratio, weirdly. So I was like, okay, cool. And the This just seems bizarre that there's a button that you can accidentally (laughs) push that makes the screen really small. Because it's like, (laughs) is the brightness okay? Is uh, the dark and the light brightness okay? It did two different ones. Because this is a game for the real, you know, the real video Upset, you know, sure. the real yeah. graphically upset. Yeah, Adam Knox famously obsessed with lighting. Yes. Something that hasn't come up yes. for about 90 episodes. Yes. <laughs> no, but almost like I'm not actually obsessed with it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not true. You've just gotten better at hiding it. Anyway, <laughs> I did a race, but like the auto uh, assist stuff was all on. So right. it felt like shit to drive it. Right. Because half the time it was wrestling the fucking thing off of me. Because you kept trying to crash it into a wall. Well, yeah, I wanted to fuck around. <laughs> but also I just wanted to drive myself as well and the feeling yeah. of like this fucking driver coming to you and going like I'm just going to move that wheel for you just for a bit no this is the way to do it just yeah. let me do it here yeah Timothy Clark really relating with that <laughs> so I did like 10 laps of this fucking NASCAR bullshit thing where you're just going in a circle and then <laughs> this sounds like hell <laughs> and then went out to try and change a thing and it crashed again and I said okay fuck this and deleted it also wow. it was like 70 gigabytes or something okay so Anyway, this well, isn't an assessment listen of listen to this and go and thank God I've got that kid because well, yeah. now I have an excuse to not play this, this awful game. This is in no way yeah. an assessment of the real game. I'm sure <laughs> the real game will be fine. It looks great. Right. You know, the, the dark and the light colour brightness. Oh, my God, they're perfectly set. <laughs> I just realised, you know what we never talked about on this show? You're running with the Nintendo Repair Centre. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that some other day. I'm sure it'll come up again because it's still, it's still not fixed. But oh. um, the uh, – anyway – Long story short, I didn't really play the demo. <laughs> right. Okay. I really want you to quickly tell the repair story. Uh, okay. Well, it, there's not, it's not that interesting. I want my. There is a very interesting part of it. Well, you, uh, yeah. You send you send your Joy-Con off to get fixed. They the, the, claim that uh, there's the pro controller because it didn't work. If you are more than like a meter away from the switch, or you're covering up it mm. in any way, say yep. if you've crossed your leg or something, yep. it will stop registering the buttons properly, which is fucking annoying. So you yeah. you send it off. I sent it in. They, they then said, call you and go, "There's nothing wrong with it," and, and I you said, now owe yes, us there money. Is. Yeah, and they're like, "No, there isn't," and it's twenty bucks for us to have looked at it. <laughs> 
Fucking hell. And they literally must have just looked at it because the problem isn't with the Switch because the Joy-Cons work and I've used a different Pro Controller. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. But then, so you have that, they call you yeah. and you have this like disagreement with I them. I read out my credit card over the yeah. phone eventually. But then the oh. next, but then what do you do the next day? <laughs> I had to call someone else and it would have been on a landline number. So I looked in my phone. I thought, oh, that's it. Yep. And just hit this number. And when it... When they picked up, they didn't say, like, hello, this is Nintendo. I'm starting to think that the Gran Turismo demo was not at fault. (laughs) It 100% was. Other people have had this problem. And probably this problem as well. They didn't say, hello, Nintendo, or whatever. So I called it and just immediately went into talking about whatever I was talking about. They didn't say, hello, Nintendo. So I went into... To be fair, that is weird on their part. Yeah. Surely they they have to say... Hello. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's a me. What do you want? Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Go for Mario. Um, anyway, so I, you you call I went into a whole line, spiel about all that this. It's your friend, and you start not, going not on. Oh, I just got these cool new watermelon sheets. No, it wasn't a friend. It was like tax stuff or something. So I just went into like a bunch of personal details <laughs> oh, as Lord. well, telling them how much you earn. <laughs> yeah, and, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at some point like I spoke for about three minutes or something oh, just really Lord. laying out because I've been thinking about it in my head and I thought I was talking to this person so I'm like oh this is a confusing situation <laughs> because we've got this Patreon and thanks so much to everybody you've been really helping us <laughs> and anyway oh. then just spoke for ages and at the end the woman went oh. so did you did you used to work at Nintendo? It's <laughs> oh. like, what? Oh, no. And then realised them. Did you yeah. hang up immediately? Did you apologise? What happened after that? Of course I apologised. I went, oh, sorry. I thought I was talking to somebody else, obviously. And she went like, yeah, well, clearly. But you weren't, weren't you? No, I don't know what she said. But like- <laughs> and so we- this happened like the week before we went into Nintendo to play that <laughs> yeah, preview of yeah. Mario Odyssey. And I had genuine fears that you were going to like go rogue and just like disappear. <laughs> and I'd find you in the repair centre just desperately uh, trying to yeah. make this good. Let me talk to you about phone answering <laughs> etiquette, all right? You've got to say what your name is and who you represent every time. Oh, fantastic. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Gran Turismo Sport demo didn't work for me properly. Okay, well, that I, game's out pretty soon, isn't it? The actual thing? Next week, I think. All oh, so, right, cool. Yeah, cool. Nice. I played Cuphead. Yeah. And baby, I like it a lot. Nice. I, uh, I really love the art style and it's like more impressive when you actually play the game, mm-hmm. the way that it's all integrated perfectly and just beautifully drawn. Yeah. Seeing emotion and controlling it, it feels good. The controls are fantastic, very precise, unlike Battlefront 2, like just super, super precise as they have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the music, the, the intro, like it's all great. And it is very hard, but it's hard in the way it punishes you for being impatient mm-hmm. and it teaches you how to win. Right. And I think that it's set up to... So you were saying, Tommy, how you feel like it, you're you're a failure when you excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> this was off air. Wake up. <laughs> when you when you uh, get damage in in turn based combat, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I wish I could have avoided that. I like I prefer if I could. I feel you know like that's a failure of me playing the game. I don't think dying in Cuphead is a failure, mm. and especially in in the boss battles, the the speed with which it starts again. I think just implies like you're meant to die. You're meant to learn the patterns. You're meant yeah. to improve by dying. Yeah. That's yep. the only way you can get better at this game. Totally. And, Same and as it, something like Super Meat Boy or Dark Souls yeah. or whatever where yeah. death is built into it as a learning mechanism. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that the hardness of the game doesn't feel punishing or feel like a negative aspect. It just is a, an aspect of the game. Right, right. Um, like, and we've spoken before about how the 
any any essential gameplay loop is like thirty seconds long. Yep. And in this, it just kind of like is more literal <laughs> with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I really like it. I, I want to play a lot more of it than I've had time to. But like, yeah, fuck, it's great. And if great. if you have a computer. Uh, uh, that can play it or an Xbox. I I recommend it. Cool. It's mm. it's, it's probably not a, a very long gameplay experience, um, but yeah, definitely worth trying. Wow. Especially cool. if you have to say compile an end of year list. Mm. Um, um, I also played Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, which yes. is the first one. Yes. And I enjoyed it way more this time than when I originally. I played it when yeah, it came right. out. I. You know what the difference was? I skipped every cutscene. Yeah, yeah, I skipped every every single piece of people talking that I could. Yep. Other than the orcs, the orcs talking to you, yelling like ah, "pig fucker" or whatever they call you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to play this game. <laughs> I don't think no, they call you a uh, pig filth, man filth, and all yeah, that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah. Um, man, pig. <laughs> uh, all of that stuff, really good. Yeah. Controls a little. Um, uh, weirdly, at times, just like. There's a bit too much momentum to you sometimes, or it jumps yep. in a direction you don't pick. It, it it controls like one of the worst Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, <laughs> right. totally. Or yeah. like uh, it it it's very Batman-y. Yep. Uh, in the combat and stuff, but yep. the Nemesis stuff is all cool. Yeah, I really the combat like that. Feels great most of the time, and if you skip all of the story stuff, it's a lot more engaging. Yeah, yeah. Because that wow. shit was just terribly I, done. I think even the first time I played it, I watched the opening, you know, stuff and was like, oh, I'm skipping yeah. the rest of this shit. Just fucking bland as hell and yeah. boring. And it sounds, by all accounts, we haven't had time, any of us, at uh, this time of recording to play Shadow of War yet. Yeah, we're recording this on the day that it came out. So yeah. that'll be next week, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to play that now because of the gameplay stuff and I'm thinking of just skipping the cutscenes <laughs> from the get-go because Huge. like yeah. the stuff I've heard about it, like, you know, Shelob, the big spider. Absolutely not. Okay. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? No. Okay. You've seen or read them? Yes. Yeah. Big spider, just a spider. Mm-hmm. It's just a spider. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now in Shadow of War, it's like it can transform into a sexy lady. Oh, well, hell yeah. Oh, and no. it's, that's fucking like, imagine if, what's that <laughs> fucking Leonardo DiCaprio movie <laughs> with uh, Tom Hardy? York. No, no. The beach. Tom Hardy's Titanic. in it as well. Oh, um, Inception. No, the other one that Tom Hardy's into. He's lost in the woods. Oh, The Revenant. The Revenant. Imagine if the fucking bear from that in The Revenant 2 mm. was a sexy lady. Wait, they're I making was. a Revenant 2? <laughs> yeah. Shadow of War. <laughs> I, anyway, it's Every time I watch The Revenant, I imagine the bear's a sexy lady. I've never seen The Revenant. Why did it have remember. to be The Revenant? Because I was like, just thinking about animals. Why did you animals? pick a reference of something you didn't even remember the name of? Because I just knew there was a bear in that and I couldn't think of any other movie with an animal in it where the animal wasn't also in some way a it's character. It's like Wind in the Willows, but Mr. Toad but is the, constantly transforming into a But all of those wench. characters can talk. Those dogs are meant to talk. Beethoven in Beethoven has a personality. Uh, but the spider yeah. had no personality. No, it did. It was just a spider. It had a personality in the books, but it was definitely oh, but just like a spider. But it's like a deep, vaguely demonic thing. Yeah. Like, it's not really... Got goals or wants, you know <laughs> well, what I mean? It had goals and wants. It wasn't a sexy lady. Uh, well, whatever. It's a sexy lady. Hey, now. sexy lady. <laughs> it's just such a gross, like, 
fucking typical video game thing to do yeah. as well. Like someone who, well, I've read all the books of Lord of the Rings. Maybe I'll have a look at this. And they look at through their like half moon shaped glasses. <laughs> yes. They're like, oh, it's a sexy lady now. You little fucks. <laughs> you little tiny trolls. You yeah, there's there's like 1% yeah. of the audience that like really wanted to fuck the spider originally oh. and felt bad <laughs> about it. 1% is a lot of and people. And then yeah. now they've been, now, and this is just, they've been I mean, they're happy, but everyone <laughs> anyway. else is like. Yeah. So I reckon this. I'll skip over that stuff. The other thing that I played, uh, speaking of spooky things, <laughs> yes, uh, has been The Evil Within. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, the second one of that out comes out tomorrow. Right. Um, it's, Today. So I don't know well, if you knew love, i got to say, this is my favourite Adam Knox thing is the uh, – I respect your dedication to going back to the OGs before the yeah, sequel I, comes yeah. out. I never want to jump into the second thing without knowing the first. Yeah. It freaks me out. No, I like it. Mm. Um, <laughs> the uh, – Evil Within mm. was made by Shinji Mikami. Yeah. Who Resident Evil 4. Yeah, someone has recommended right. someone a listener has recommended this to me. Yeah. yeah. And I've just have never gotten around to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's no Resident Evil 4. Okay. Well, it, I'll probably give it a miss then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like it's it has similar sort of stuff. It plays kind of similarly um, mm-hmm. and it's a lot more focused on the survival aspect than the action aspect of it. Sort of, so you're right. stealthing around a lot and you've got very low ammo counts and all that right. sort of stuff. Right, um, It takes fucking forever to get going. It just really slowly, I don't want to call it like a psychological thriller because that's what it's going for and that's giving it too much credit <laughs> right. because it's literally like cop goes to um, mental asylum. Uh-oh, <laughs> oh, maybe no. he's the fucking patient. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this. What Another are the, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie. What are the display options like? Um... Uh, actually important because <laughs> there's a fucking oh. bullshit film grain put over it oh, right. that's automatically oh. set to 100% and just makes it look fuzzy and crap. Right. right. So you've got to turn that off right away. Wow, you're obsessed also, with display options, it man. Also, this it is your bag, baby. Yeah. By default, has a letterbo- it's letterboxed, oh, yeah. which looks shitty as well. Right. Because what are you playing it on, by the way? On the PC. Oh, uh-huh. Interesting. <laughs> you have more display options on the PC. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can fuck V-Sync. with that monitor as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it, it seems okay. It's fine. I've it's heard the sequel is meant to be a lot better than the original. Hopefully, because um, yeah, I'm like, I'm playing. It's it's a very sort of. It's fine. You know, it's that. Yep. It's just it's kind of bits of it. You lo- like. It's really there's something quite annoying about it. Well, so like the story and stuff seems annoying more than anything. Right, right. And just um, kind of. Stupid and hacky kind of <laughs> Yes Oh man am I the crazy one He literally says stuff like that Yeah okay Which Great. is stupid But there's an annoying thing Where when you change elevation So like if you step up onto a rock That happens a fair amount The ground is designed in such a way That you're walking up and down mm-hmm. And the whole camera moves stuff. with it Right So it's this <laughs> weird kind of Sickening bumpy feeling A lot of the time Right Walking around which is weird But um It's yeah. like in movies Where they attach the camera To the guy's head And yeah. so it like moves around Yeah with head. Yeah kind of But I really not shit, smooth <laughs> I love yeah. experimental filmmaking <laughs> A lot of stealth A lot of like Oh fuck I missed that shot So that shot was important um, Yeah It's just all pretty Plain though, in a lot of ways, not right. super engaging, but uh, it's 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 atmospheric enough. Not really. I don't know. It's I, I don't. Will think you I like play it. the second one? I'm less interested now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, that was the idea. Was to give this first one a go to obviously to get yourself hyped. But yeah, it's not really clicking with me. It just right. feels a little um, underdone, maybe or something. Right. Okay. Put it back in the oven for a bit. 
Chuck it back in the oven. Uh, the Evil Within, more The Evil, you know, go without playing it. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful <laughs> stuff. I uh, I finally finished Destiny 2's campaign oh, properly. Yeah. You're right. It was level 15 you're meant to finish it at. I went to level 20. Yeah. Um, and then I've kept playing a bit after that. And fuck, it's fun. It's really, really fun. I really yeah. like it. Um, and I've been playing a bunch of the SNES classic mini. Oh, yeah. Well, should we hold off on that for another week? Yeah, I, I guess I want to say I'm really happy that I got it. Yeah. And I've been enjoying a lot of the games on it. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm sure we'll I've... talk about the games themselves like over yeah. a, a while. But yeah, like, yeah. I haven't really played mine much, but yeah. With the general build of it, I'm looking at one now. Ben's one. one on the floor. <laughs> yes. It fucking looks cool. It's great. Yeah. Tiny yeah. little thing. The controllers felt great. Yep. Like in terms of a build quality, if the games appeal to you and you should probably know roughly if they do or not because yeah. they're very mm. old. Yeah, yeah. It's the little a menu nice that thing. comes up is great. super cool. Really has cool. cool little music in it. I kind of wish that I'd had it to play Super Metroid on. Yes. Uh, it's much more fun than playing at my PC. Yeah. With a Here's what's cool controller. about it. You can power it just through the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. The... Chords for the controllers are a little short. Uh, yes. yes, they've done it again. Yes, but yeah. but but also you can just kind of drag it out if you've got a long HDMI cord. Yeah, that stupid little flap at the bottom as well uh, is dumb. Where the where yeah. the controllers would go in, it's just like this fake flap to reveal like a them. toy basically. Yeah. yeah, which is a bit of a shame. But yeah, like I've been playing a lot on it. I've played Donkey Kong Country. Holds up really good controls. Unlike uh, the reviews of some people on this podcast, <laughs> pretty floaty, pretty uh, uh, pretty pretty bad. I yeah, tried really to like play it. Super Mario Kart with my girlfriend. Oh yeah, and it is near impossible to play if you're if you've played any Mario yeah. Kart game and gotten used to it in the last 15 years. Yep. Man oh man it's it's that mode 7 is I tough. was I was going to bring that up. So I yeah like I've mentioned I I never owned one of these and I guess I never played a game with mode 7 in it mm. in it, like at a friend's house right. whatever. Yep. Fuck it's in like half of these maybe yeah. more and yeah. it's shit. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It's a bad effect. It works in uh, they use it in it, no Objectively, <laughs> <laughs> they use it in Yoshi's Island a fair bit right. to kind of like skew the enemies and like when they grow really big. Right, kind of works for that. I a lot of transition scenes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of like world map scrolling. Uh, yeah, and stuff. wiggly, 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 shades. wiggly, <laughs> which I still think looks cool just because I I remember it for the time right. looking so impressive. Right, I played a bit of F Zero, which is obviously a big one for it. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I I never played it. In the back in the day, and I found it, I I, I liked it. Like I like, I, I you know, I, I found it fun. I, man, I want them to do a new one of that. Yeah. The, it's such a. I really like that design of you. You take damage, and so each lap you have to kind of go onto this little bar to yes. kind of restore. You have to kind of factor that in. Yep. This little yep. on the fly pit you don't stop feel thing better until you've been to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> which. Which I will say, if you guys hadn't mentioned that like two, three weeks ago when it came up, mm. when we were talking about F Zero, um, I wouldn't have known to do that. Well, it's still all these games like yeah. are just in there, and you manuals. turn them on, and you just go. You don't know how to do anything. I, I've been yeah. enjoying that about it. The games that I haven't played, it has just the kind of hopping on there and on it, right? N- no, or you have it? to go to a website. I don't think you have to go to a website. So, yeah, you can get them online. Right. Yeah, but I've been enjoying that kind of turning it on and yeah. like you know. Going rogue, old school, like just I don't know, yeah. Just push all the buttons and see which does what. Totally, which I've had to do with Secret of Mana, which we're going to yep. talk about on a on a bonus Patreon pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've I've been playing a fair bit of that, but yeah, they're all a bit of like 
Try it and see. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. A very cool little unit. Yeah. Um, have, what do you reckon? Have you have played Star Fox 2 yet? Yes. No, oh, I okay. haven't got in yet. I've played Star Fox ah. and Star Fox 2. It's basically the same as the first one, which doesn't hold up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that, that looks very nightmarish. Yes. Uh, by today's standards. Yeah. A lot of people going, oh, yeah, now they'll beat the Mini 64. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I really don't yeah. think it's something they're going to make. Yeah. It depends how much, like, because this and the and the NES one were both old Wii parts that could do it anyway, right? Yeah. So it'll depend if those Wii parts are still available and if they can do the N64 games well enough. And I guess it'll be that, right? Yeah, yeah There's maybe. no reason for them not to do it if they think it'll make money. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just don't know what they would put on it because a lot of the big games from that era are rare, which they, oh, can't, can ch- which they don't can, have access to now. There's yeah. enough Nintendo ones, surely. Mario 64... Mario, Mario Kart Party. 64, chuck a Mario Party on there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also think maybe Pilot their thinking wings. is that like yeah. that Wave stuff race. is like is like decent is like big enough Zeldas. to be virtual to still have merit on the virtual yeah. console. I uh, think that's yeah. more what it would come down to. I also think maybe. there's a big element of and maybe this is just my own bias. If you didn't have an N64 when it came out, you wouldn't get one now. I have no desire to get a yeah, right. N64 classic. I don't. I think it's in that weird spot where the graphics and stuff yeah. don't hold up. I think up. that's the other thing. There's like a yeah. retro appeal to 8-bit yes. and 16-bit and there's just not that for that. I don't I don't feel that with the 64. Like right. it just, the graphics still look would, fine to me. Would you get an N64 classic? I could imagine Microsoft and Nox. Rare and Nintendo. Answer di- the question. I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> Give me time right. and I'll explain why the hell I'm doing this. Okay. It started in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I could imagine Microsoft and Nintendo playing ball and putting some Rare stuff on a 64 Classic. Because okay, Castlevania's yeah. Konami. There's yeah. stuff on the NES and the SNES minis that aren't just Nintendo games. Yeah, but that's not companies that are kind of like exclusively tethered to another. No, but Microsoft, like, they've been talking so much about how happy they'd be to make uh, all the multiplayer stuff cross-platform and all yeah, that. Yeah, true. I could see them playing ball. I, I'm sure they'd be happy to do it if they got some money out of it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, they yeah. would want to take a percentage yeah. uh, that would probably be unreasonable for Nintendo. Who knows? Right. But uh, I could I could see it happening and would get one in that case. Yeah, right, okay. If yeah. I could play, like, the banjos and the yeah. fucking uh, yeah. um, whatever, Goldeneye. Yeah probably wouldn't happen because then you've got to get the James Bond license back yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah. Who knows? And would they have to package it with four controllers because that's the big appeal of like a lot of the games as well? Why not yeah, make right. it 160 yeah. bucks or whatever? And yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we better wrap it up for this week. Yeah. Uh, we talked a lot of video games and a lot of Star Wars. Probably more than was necessary. But, uh, guys, thanks very much for listening. Again, if you're in Sydney, December 16, uh, if you want to support the show on Patreon and get some extra content, Mm. if you want a T-shirt that we've designed or that Ben has designed, I should say, rather, filthycasuals.com.au for all of that stuff. Thank you very much for listening. Keep sending us your emails and your tweets and stuff. We love reading all that stuff. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals... Uh, Ben and I are sorry for having the flu and sounding like this. We just got flew in and boy are our arms tired. (laughs) Nice. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. (laughs) My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along, 
and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.